In the summer of 2021, a close friend and her mother stayed the night at one of the local motels and had a terrifying night. They woke up at around 3 a.m. to a woman screaming in the room next door. She needed help, and it sounded like she was begging for her life. The local police were called, and other hotel guests ran to the front desk asking for help. The hotel staff informed the other guests that nobody was staying in that room. There must be someone in that room, they stated. There is a woman begging for her life. When the local police arrived, the room was opened, and sure enough, it was empty. Who did they hear that night? Does the spirit of this woman still need help? We were called to investigate. Stay tuned. Mystery Media Group presents Case File 49. listening to Mystery Media Group. Yay! Before we begin this week's episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts. Here we go. It's called Let Me Tell You a Scary Story. It's a paranormal podcast hosted by Anna Rose, who reads out true life creepy stories every Friday. These stories have happened to ordinary people all over the world and simply cannot be explained. They ranged from ghostly hauntings, glitch in the matrix tales, unexplained time lapses, alien sightings, possession, near misses, demons, doppelgangers, stalkers, true crime, and much more. Not only this, Anna is an award-winning voiceover artist and is sure to hook you in with her excellent, smooth storytelling voice. So close the blinds, turn off the lights, Snuggle under that quilt and enjoy. Let me tell you a scary story found on any podcast listing platform. Now it's time for our episode. We are excited to talk about our investigation at a hotel in Lava Hot Springs. This is a different hotel than the one we did the first time. And the reason we did this hotel was because of an experience that Allie had and some of the other guests that were staying at the hotel that night. Before we go into that, though, I want to just give a little history on Lava Hot Springs itself, because the entire town is pretty haunted everywhere you go. Lava Hot Springs are a system of geothermal mineral springs in Bancock County. (laughs) Bannock County. (laughs) <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> Can I leave that in? Bannock County, Idaho. The springs were historically used by local Bannock and Shoshone Native Americans. 
One part of the original Fort Hall reservation, the springs and land were part of a treaty agreement between the Indians and the U.S. government in the late 1800s. Native Americans considered the land and springs sacred. A trapper by the name of Bob Dempsey kept a camp near the Portniff Portniff River, (laughs) and this area was named Dempsey, Idaho. In 1890, John Hall and his wife, Salina, along with their five children, left England and moved to Dempsey, Idaho. He filed for a homestead of 160 acres because of the many visitors the springs attracted. John decided his homestead would be turned into a city, and he named it Hall City. The federal government purchased the springs and land, approximately 178 acres, including the springs. A 1902 act granted the lands of the state of Idaho to be held by the state for public use. Later, all rights of the operation, management, control, maintenance, and improvement of the lands and property were vested in the Lava Hot Springs Foundation, an agency within the Idaho Department of Parks and Recreation. The citizens decided to name the town Lava Hot Springs after the town's unique resource. It seems as though every building in this town has some haunted history attached to it. Is it due to the spring minerals and unique granite that the town sits on? Are the Native Americans obsessed with their sacred land? What What was that? Was that? Was it this? Uh Uh-uh. That was kind of creepy. We had a we just had a voice come through. It said night. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Five. What I was heard that? it too. That is weird. We don't know what it came from. Okay. Anyways, I don't have any. I don't think I have anything. It sounded like it came from my watch, but I didn't have anything on there at the time. Are the Native Americans upset that their sacred land was taken away from them, or is John Hall upset that he no longer had a say over the town he created? You know, after reading some of the history of the place, because we always assume that like Lava Hot Springs activity would possibly be due to the minerals in the water, possibly, you know, all the limestone and, and other minerals and material that are there. But there's a large culture of Native Americans. We had both Shoshone and Bannock Indians, and it was their land until the government purchased it from them and they moved off. So are they still there? Are they upset by what happened to their land? Or possibly could it have been the guy who started the town? The gentleman, what was his name again? John Hall. John Hall. He built it and he, you know, made this really great place out of it. And then, you know, it would be be another public property. He couldn't own it anymore. So there are several different theories, reasons why the entire town could be haunted. So my question is, what's the reasoning behind, like, if it is the limestone or, like, the hot springs? Like, why would spirits be attracted to that? There's a theory that those types of minerals and such. What it's it, like a conductor. Yeah, they conduct spiritual, not ne- not even necessarily spiritual energy, but just energy in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay. That's, that's why cool. people meditate. I didn't know that. That's yeah. why people meditate with like their crystals and their rocks. Right. And that's why I think you've just got a perfect storm of so many different things going on there that there's a lot of activity. Agreed. That makes sense. Certain minerals and rocks hold on to energy better and longer than others. Okay. It's a theory. We won't, we don't know if it's true. But well, hey, yeah. there are some rocks or some metals that hold heat better True. so why not energy because energy heat is energy you are correct yeah. 
And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the whole reason that the Native Americans liked that spot is because of their culture. And and they could tell that that was a very spiritual place because of the energy that was there. By the way, we have three guests joining us tonight. We've got (laughs) Cosette, (laughs) Allie, and Amy, and they were on this investigation with us. And again, the reason we decided to do this investigation was because of a experience that Allie had. If you want to talk yes. about that, you want to tell us what happened? Yes. So um, me and my mom decided to go down to Lava because, you know, it's an hour from where we live. So it's a fun little spot to go to the bar and just to go to the hot springs and have a little fun night away. So we went there and we stayed in the lava hotels and you know it's this little old rundown hotel but it's cheap to stay there so we're like whatever we'll just stay and have a good time so we went to the bar we had some dinner we had a few drinks and then we went back to the hotel by the time we got back to the hotel it was like 2 30 and my mom had went to bed and I had tried to go to bed but I couldn't and so I was up And then right at 3 a.m., I started hearing this banging on the wall. I was like, what is that? So I kept listening, and it was this lady screaming, help me, someone help me. And it was in this tone, it just sounded like a ghost. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was drawn out, like, help me, someone, please help me you know like creepy I felt eerie like I didn't feel okay it kept going on I kept hearing the banging and so I was like all right something is wrong so I shook my mom right next to me in bed and she's a deep sleeper this one I woke her up anyway but I was bawling at this point because this really freaked me out I was like mom wake up and she was like all right like what's going on and I was like listen So she was quiet and she listened and she heard it. The same banging. Like it was like, boom, boom, boom. Help me, please. My mom woke up and she was like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, I'm going to call 911. Because it sounded like someone in the next room was getting like either murdered or, you know, really hurt or just held there against their will. And my mom got up and she went, opened up the outside door and stuck her head out. And she told me, I remember she's like, you stay there because you're not getting hurt. So you stay there, you know, mama bear. And I stayed in the bed and there's a big window you can see outside to all the other rooms, kind of like it's like a big parking lot. You can see outside of there. So I saw people walking back and forth to that room right next to ours they were hearing the noise from so other people that had stayed in that hotel were hearing this as well at this point it's probably like 3 30 and my mom walked out there and talked to all the other people that were out there and like all of our surrounding neighbors came out and they were knocking on the door that was in the corner room the room right next to mine and they were um knocking on there asking like are you okay do you need help please come out if there's anyone in there. And by that time, it was silent. You couldn't hear anything else. And no one could get any response. 
a couple people went back in their room, but the person that was across from me in their room, they actually went up front and they tried to get a hold of someone in the office. So she got a hold of someone and it was probably like 345 at this point. The noise stopped. So we're like, all right, let's go back to bed. Let's try to get some sleep. So I tried to get some sleep the best I could. Um, I didn't hear anything else the rest of the night. But um, at about 8 a.m., I woke up and my I called the front office because I was like, it was bothering me. Like, what could that be? So I called the front office and I was like, hey, last night there were some noise complaints from the room next to mine. And the lady at the front office was like, oh, yeah, we got a lot of complaints. People saying someone sounded like they were being hurt in that room, but no one was staying in that room. There was no one in that room. And I guess that night they even went and checked to make sure there was no one in there. And there was not a single person in that room. And I promise you it was coming from that room right next to mine. I put my ear on the door when it was happening and I heard the banging and the yelling in that room. So why would there be no one there? Well, you had the outer corner room, so the other walls were to the outside, not to other rooms, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, there was only one wall. Yeah, we shared a wall. My mom actually did never believe in any paranormal stuff. She didn't believe in spirit. She didn't believe in anything. But that night, it changed her view completely. She believes in it now because I'm not kidding. You just know that feeling when you feel it, that it was something beyond this earth, you know? How did you feel when they said that there was nobody in that room? Oh, me and my mom, because we had a speaker and we called and like checked in with them. We both got the chills head to toe. Like, what? <laughs> so nobody was renting that room, but people, they were so concerned that there were so many noise complaints that they went to double check. And there was still no man. Yeah, yeah, they went and because like, I'm not kidding when all the noise was happening, it woke up all of the rooms around all of us. So they were all outside knocking on that door. Because it sounded it was a woman saying help me, you know, like you don't just ignore that. So we, uh, we rented that room for the night. And <laughs> decided we would investigate. We actually had three different rooms with our group. There was a group of us that went down and we, we rented that room, the haunted one. And then we had another room that we decided just to do like a quick sweep, ask a few questions, get out a little bit of our equipment to see if there was any activity in the other two rooms. And we, as a group, all felt that this other room on the corner, opposite corner. Was it ours? Mm -hmm, actually felt different too. So we ended up investigating both rooms. The room that I was in, was that the one where all this stuff went on? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Did I tell you that next morning it was light outside, but we were sleeping in because we we were up pretty late? Yeah. That something pulled the hair on the top of my head, right on my forehead. I was dead asleep, and I just thought maybe it was Michelle because I was snoring. She doesn't usually pull my hair. She usually pokes me. <laughs> and when I opened my eyes, I was looking away from her, and she was dead asleep. So but whatever face, facing the opposite direction. Yeah, whatever it was, whatever happened, but it it woke me up out of a dead sleep, pulled the hair on the top of my head. Huh. That was the only thing I experienced, but it woke me up. 
We should have put a camera in there overnight. Oh, that would have been cool. If we had prop. So we right at the end, we um, investigated again. It was about three o'clock in the morning. And from that time, from like three to four that we were in that room, like nothing. There wasn't even anything coming through the spirit box. Or was there? There was. Did you get one? So I did get a few things. So I think, you know, we were like, well, there's no activity going on. Everything's settled down. Yeah. So we all just went to There was a lot of people there with like kind of energy that was a little low, you know, because we're all tired and stuff. And I'm wondering if the spirit could have been shy. That definitely could be it. But we did get some stuff. So are we going to hear it? Yeah. We started out investigating the room that was the one with the activity the big one and we were in that room for maybe hour hour and a half we were all in that room we were all there and there was i felt a different feeling a different presence a different energy than in mike's room yeah the quick little sweeps we did yeah we started in there and then we did the other one and then so we did a little one in the corner room before everybody got there. Mm-hmm. And then we did the big group one in our room. And then we did the 3 a.m. one back in the corner room again. So Allie did her very first Estes session she where did. she got to listen to the spirit box while we asked the questions. And she did really good. Oh, Sometimes did. it's hard to hear um, with all the static and noise that's going on. So how was that for you, Allie? Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> Like, I have always wanted to do it, and it, just, like, being there doing it in a place where really, like, a really big paranormal experience, like, it was amazing. It was fun. Was it amazing when you got your arm grabbed? <laughs> no, speaking of that, no, I got <laughs> tapped on the shoulder in that room that when it. I was doing the Estes session, and that freaked me out. She thought it was me or somebody trying to tell yeah, her. Yeah, she did. Which is the same room that Michael got his hair pulled in. Yeah. She's like, didn't somebody tap me to tell me we were done? I'm like, no, you just. And I was sitting next to her and she took her headphones off. And she thought thought somebody somebody tapped her, but we didn't. Yeah. Like either stumbled and grabbed her arm or tapped her. I thought it was Michael, but Michael said he didn't touch her. Yeah, I thought it was Michael too because he was on my left side, which is where I felt the tap. But everyone said that he had been doing something else. So he was doing something else. In fairness, I was eating chips, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, of course. <laughs> uh, I didn't, did I say that? Sorry, was that out loud? <laughs> You're not um, wrong, but. <laughs> well, we were eating popcorn, so it's fine. So I just have a little transcript of part of that first Estes session. Different members of the group were asking the questions, but Allie was the one answering. So here we go. Do you want me to read the answers? Sure. Can you read the questions? Can you talk? This box in Allie's hand might be able to hear you. Male voice, no. Are you trying to prevent communication? Male voice, I am. Can you tell us what happened here? Male voice, hi, Melissa. Hello? Did you do something to your girlfriend? Male voice, okay, rape. Did you rape someone in this room? What is your name? Female voice, scared. Who's scared? We're here to help. You don't need to be scared. We mentioned the word guilty had come across ovulus previously. 
So the Navy asked, do you feel guilty? Male voice, all of them. Was there more than one victim? We're not here to judge you. We just want to help. Do you need to get something off of your chest? At that point, the flashlight in the closet went off. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Does that mean you're still here? Can you try turning the flashlight off? And the flashlight dimmed, but it didn't go completely off. Male voice. Hi. Are you using the flashlight because the male is not letting you speak? Are you a female? Male voice. It's us. How many people are we speaking to? Male voice. I'm cold. God. Are you one of the cold cases? Are you afraid that God is going to judge you? And at that point, we had the REM pod alarm with the temperature change. Uh, and then we got the word Amelia that had come across the ovulus. And that was the second time we'd gotten that name. Yeah, we did. Is your name Amelia? And then we got the REM pod alarm again with the temperature change. Did something happen to you in the bathroom? Female voice, fire, woods. Can you tell us what that means? Can we talk to Amelia? Male voice, no talk. You do not have to listen to the man who's trying to keep you quiet. Can you tell us the year that you died? Does your family know where you are? All of us women are here to support you. What can we do to help? Male voice, dead. Did you have anything to do with Amelia's death? Male voice, five. Were there five victims? Female voice, not here. And at that time, at that point, the flashlight starts to brighten again in the closet. And we got the words he and bad that had come across the ovulus. Were you locked in the closet? Would you like us to keep the closet door open? Um, And at this point, Melissa and Allie both mentioned uh, tingling on their heads. And Melissa, that's me. (laughs) I remember (laughs) feeling... I remember feeling like there was somebody to my left standing right behind me. Oh, I remember that. And wasn't that the same time that Michael asked me where my feet were? Yeah, because they were purple because they were freezing. Right. (laughs) So uh, um, was this the same time Emily was sitting by the closet and mm -hmm. she was feeling very heavy, sick to her stomach. Yeah, to her stomach, yeah. That was the same time. But I asked Mike to put the thermal on me to see if there was if there was any sort of signature or whatever on the left. Mm -hmm. He got a picture that I'll show you in one second. But right after that, that's when you felt the top on your shoulder. No. Yeah, Allie, you were able to see or hear any of this. This is your probably your first time. It is. Yeah. Cause I was just the one saying, you know, oh, what I heard. That's right. right. You didn't hear the so questions. We what? <laughs> the first time to hear the like, questions. Sorry. Oh I my gosh. This all went on without me. Yeah. <laughs> so after you feel the tap on your shoulder, we got the male voice that suddenly said leave. leave. Oh yeah. So that. I'm going to show you guys the picture that Michael caught on his thermal mic and I'll let you talk about it. Okay. This is not a window? No. Michael will tell you what that is. That is a, it was a picture, wasn't it, on the wall? Yeah. It was a picture. Yeah. On the wall. But when you asked me, you said you felt like something was standing beside you. I turned my thermal imager over there and I, I hold my phone up and I record the thermal imager. 
and you can see the outline of somebody beside you. You can kind of see their legs too down below. I was, say, I was kind of like skeptical because I thought maybe it was her ref- reflection. But then you see these legs. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I said. So I'm going to describe the picture. You see me on the on the right and it's very, I'm obviously very hot. Because obviously. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's say you are. She's <laughs> the, burning red. Burning, I'm burning red and white. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then to the left no of way. me, there's a there's a person standing there. You can see the head, the shoulders, and the, you can even see the legs. But it's purple, bluish purple. And at first, so there was a there was a picture on the left of me as all, as well. And I thought, well, maybe it's a reflection of someone from that picture, uh, picture. the glass in the picture frame. But if you look down here. You can see legs, and that's below the picture frame. Let me see if I can zoom. Well, after uh, after we looked at this picture the first time, we looked around. There was nobody standing across from that picture on the wall. No. Mm-hmm. There could not have been um, anyone reflecting. You see the head, shoulders, legs. You even see the feet right there. Oh, and I didn't even see the bottom half before. Yeah, I that's insane. Right here, yeah. Isn't that crazy? And like all in that same situation is when I felt the tap on my shoulder, like there's definitely something there. That's when Emily got sick to her mm-hmm. stomach. It's when everybody yeah. started getting weird. I had this overwhelming feeling that someone was keeping her from talking. Like sh- somebody wanted to say something yeah. but was afraid or being. No. And when I was listening to the voices too, like when I was listening to the the spirit box yeah when i was listening to that i just felt like they didn't like the person that was talking to me didn't want us here yeah like he didn't want us to find out what happened that yeah it's a lot that does happen i feel like that happens almost every time it mm-hmm. goes somewhere so i did get some evps i can tell it's a woman speaking but i cannot understand a lot of what it says really so we're just going to go through these together and I want to know what you guys hear. Oh, that. What? Did you say that they don't usually want us there? No. Is that what you said? I just feel like they usually, yeah, that is what I said. I just feel like there's always somebody. So it's who not wants just the living, it's the dead as well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's always somebody who wants to talk that's not able to talk because of something. But we do have like, that effect on people. And apparently we have that effect on dead people as well. We can clear out a McDonald's pretty quickly, so it <laughs> must can. be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. But yeah, I agree. We do get that a lot. Okay, I'm going to share this first one. Can you tell us your name? Uh, I meant, could you hear it at all? Yeah. No, I heard it, but it, it just sounded mechanical. And it often does come across that way, especially after you clean it up a little bit. And because I had to amplify. amplify it quite a bit. Gotcha. To me, it sounded like F you, but. I've gotten that before, too. <laughs> From sure the living or the dead? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Let's see if this is any better or if it's worse. Can you tell us your name? <laughs> Hmm. There's it's a two syllable word. Yeah. And then you'll hear a tap. 
but I don't know what the word is. I can't tell. It could be F you. When I was first listening to these, I thought it sounded like a woman, but because it's so mechanical, you know, it could very well be. You don't think it's a scream? Could be. Or is it definitely a duck? Du- I guess it is. Bro. Listen. Help me. I kind of got help me. Help me. Do it again. Like she's screaming it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe that's just because it's on my mind. I don't know. Yeah, it's two syllables, but I can't make them out either. Well, it could have been help me too. That's what you're hearing in that room before. Yeah, that's true. What I that's thought, true. But maybe it's, I'm just hearing that because that's what I want to hear. <laughs> when my mom was in our room and we did, you know, we had a little investigation in there. She heard help me as well over the oh, spirit box. Right. She did, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay, here is the next EVP. Did something happen to you in this room? I hear hello. 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 Yeah. Wait, there is a help. It's like a whisper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can you play it one more time? It's a word. I just don't know what it says. I think help. Help or hello? Hello. Yeah. What was the question I asked? I asked. I don't even know what you asked. Did something happen to you in this room? Is it a yes? Is she whispering? Oh, maybe held. Held? Yeah. Okay. I get that. I hear help. Could be. Either help or held. Not hello because it's not really. Yeah, I don't think it's hello. The inflection on hello is different than help. The inflections on the. I think it's a one syllable word. I hear held or help. Held could Start be. With an H. It's like a whisper. Yeah. But maybe she's whispering help because she, he is not letting her talk loudly. Maybe. All right. Here's the next one. Is anyone here with us? If you're here, you can press that flashlight again and brighten it up so we know that you're here. That's a full sentence. Oh, it is. But like a whisper too. I don't know what it says. I am not good at these. I can not pick out. That well, obviously I'm not either. Like, yeah, somebody was communicating something they were whispering a whole ass sentence yeah that's a whole sentence and you know and it's weird because i'm pulling these off of my little evp recorder and the only reason i even really know it's there is because when i put it on the adobe you can see tiny little things like this one i can you can't tell what i'm pointing at but that (laughs) so i i amplify them and and that sometimes that makes it worse because then it makes it sound mechanical, but I don't. Right. I don't know how else to do it. it again. So. Okay, I'm going to play the the sentence. So I'm asking, is anyone here with us? I don't know. I have no idea. That one's hard. Last word sounds like die. Yeah, it does sound like that with an echo. Help me! I don't want to die. I don't know what I hear. Definitely has something with die in it, I think. I feel like the last one die, but is it just because I'm reading into it, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I hear just die. 
at the end like just die just let me die he oh he just let me die i hear just die for sure and now you're gonna have to play it again so i can know that's definitely a good one if we could just yeah some people have an ear for that i don't i don't definitely hear die just die i think i feel like it's just just let just let me die or he just let me die Any okay. of our listeners want to let us know? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Play it one more time. Yeah, I hear just die. Yeah, something. It's almost like just let me die, or he just let me die. Voice almost to me. I think so it like, sounds like a male as well. Huh. So I'm Does wondering if the male said like just die. You know, like yeah, it doesn't sound female to me either. I was gonna say that. It's like she's whispering in the beginning and he takes over and says, just die. Yeah. Like, it's like she's trying to whisper and he's whispering over her at the very end. Yeah, because you've got two different tones. Oh, for sure. Yeah. One's very very high, one's very low. I'll see if I can clean it up anymore and if I kind of let you guys know, but I'm not promising anything. I think we're on the right track, though, because you definitely got it to the point where you can hear those last two words. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The next one... Is there something you'd like us to know? I feel like it still helped me. I thought it said F you. Oh. <laughs> One more time. Is there something you'd like us to know? What do you think, Mike? I think you said F you. <laughs> That's what I hear. Why is Michelle's voice so calming? <laughs> Michelle's voice is so calm. You know, she's that's why she's good at doing this. They talk to her because she, she's like she's so motherly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play it one more time. Does it sound male or female to you? I can't tell. Female to me. I, it does sound high pitched. Do it one more time. <laughs> Fortunately, they're not great recordings. That's okay. We have, I think we have one more. Okay, here's one more. Is your name Amelia? Yes. Did you hear that? Yes. Isn't that creepy? Play it again. Okay. Is your name Amelia? What? Okay. That was so obvious. And yeah. it's like a whisper. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is absolutely is whispering. Yes. It's because she's scared, I think. Which is the weird thing is when we, when I heard like, help me, someone help me. It was like, it was help me, you know, like yelling, but it was like whisper yelling. When you mentioned that though, like the help me, I'm thinking of a younger woman. And when Uh, I hear this, yes, it definitely sounds like a younger woman to me. No, it definitely sounds like the voice that I heard that night. They gave you chills. Yeah. yeah, bad. Yeah. Dude, that gives me two. I'm going to play it one more time because it's so good. Is your name Amelia? So clear. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy. It's like a quick yes. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Then we moved on to another room. This is the Estes session we did in your room, Allie. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe your mom was listening, correct? Yes. So we had gotten the words fragile and finance on the ovulus. Mm -hmm. 
And, oh, we did get what looked like somebody walking across the laser grid in the closet. I wanted to show you. Man, it looked like that guy was doing the Macarena in the closet. It was crazy. It was weird. That was amazing. We got something in that closet for sure. Yeah. I'm going to show you the clip. All right. Sorry. Yeah, no kidding. They all would be. They'd be like, whatever. So that's weird, though. There's a room between something. It almost looks like two people. Yeah, the girl and the guy. One's getting thrown around and one is. Is there anyone here that wants to talk to us? You can communicate with us through the spirit box. It's just so weird. Me either. It almost looks like two people. We do have several devices that could help you. I mean, that carried on for, I mean, a long time. It did. Kind of weird. And then when it was done, it was done. There was nothing else. It just disappeared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just disappeared. I had filmed that for quite a while while we were doing the Estes session. I just had my um, camera on it. So after we got the word fragile in finance, um, we asked, were you having financial difficulties? Were you trafficking women for money? Male voice, what? Were you having financial difficulties? Female voice, snitch. Who was the snitch? What's your name? Male voice, Jack. How old are you, Jack? After I asked the question, how old are you, Jack? She started hearing a lot of male voices coming through the spirit box and she said it sounded like they were having an argument. And then we got the words by and homicide on the obelisk. And then I asked, is this regarding a cold case? And Michael mentions that he sees a shadow cross in front of the closet. And there was a female voice. Help me. That's why we came. We're here to help. Do you know you don't have to stay here? A female voice, sorry. You don't need to be sorry. Anyway, that's all I put on there. Yeah, I think that's about all we got. We didn't get a ton in there, but I thought it was really weird that we got the thing on the... um, The grid. Grid. And, you know, Michael saw a shadow go across the... Mm -hmm. That was the closet. Yeah, which is in the same area where the grid was. So, yeah. I've never seen the grid do anything, honestly. So I've only seen it do it one other time in the place where I threw up. <laughs> yes, that place. <laughs> and, but not it, helping. the weird thing about that was, is that the, oh, no, we did. We did get some activity at Asylum 49, but not not that much. Um, the uh, two other times I've gotten activity on that laser grid, it's been blue. Interesting. So, and we checked for like vents, but it's not supposed to really pick that up, but there weren't any. I don't know. It was a closet. There's nothing. There's there. absolutely nothing there. No, I think a closet would be colder. Yeah. Yeah, not warmer. Sure. Yeah, and you were always checking for drafts and things just to make sure that we weren't reading something in that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after we did that room, we kind of just chilled for a little bit, and then we decided to go into the the haunted room again at three, about three o'clock in the morning. And it was really strange because we did get a little bit of flashlight activity, but that was kind of hard to tell because it wasn't really responding on command. Did you think? No. No. In my opinion, it wasn't. And then we did get some EMF activity, 
but we weren't sure if that had anything to do with some of the other electrical devices that were in there. But the really strange thing to me was we had this spirit box going, but absolutely nothing was coming through. No radio station, nothing, just static. I remember that. We should have had something coming through because we were before. Yeah, what the heck? I didn't realize So do you guys think he was really trying to silence all communication and not? Yeah. I don't know. Is that some possible? Because radio stations are coming from... I don't, you know, it's, it's not in some way. I have no idea, but well, that's interesting. So weird. I also think is maybe she was a little shy. And when we were in my room, she was trying to communicate with us. It was just like the four or five of us. And then we went into that room and it was a lot of people. Yeah. And that's so like that could have had to do with it. Maybe not this really big feeling that that had to do with it. Oh, I'm it's sure it did. Because there were so many people, she just didn't feel comfortable. I'm sure it did. I, I can see where that would be very intimidating. I did pull two things off the spirit box that showed up. So I'm going to play those for you. And we're asking, uh, at this point, we had some flashlight activity. So that's why the question. Are you trying to get brighter? You're doing a really good job. Can you make it go any brighter or turn off all the way? No. No. Yeah, that was no. no. Yeah, we'll play the very last part again. That gave me the chills. Yeah. Or turn off all the way. And that's a girl. Yeah, same that's voice. a girl. It's the same voice. It is. And yeah. I have the same voice. You know, and I'm asking her, can you turn that flashlight off? Can you? And she's, it's like she's trying because you know how it was kind of um, flickering. Flickering. Yeah. It was like she was trying, but then she's like, no, I can't. It's not working. That's what I got. I'm wondering out. if his energy overcomes hers, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Wow. That was a very clear no. All right. Here's one more. That's a guy. Yeah, and it almost guy is a guy. sounds like, like there's several words in there. What's going on? I heard hot tub. I <laughs> did too, Ellie. Really? I hear I hear what's going on. I hear what's oh, going yeah. on. Wait. What do you think? Mike? I don't know if it's just the power suggestion, but exactly. Yeah, I hear what's going that on. That's the first thing I heard is what's going on. Okay. Yeah, I hear what's going on. That's what I heard. The very first time I heard, I heard is what's going on. <laughs> or maybe a lot's going on. Oh, maybe. a lot. Yeah, because there's a lot of people in there. That could very well oh, be. Was. Yeah, it could be a lot's going on. Yeah, for sure. Wow. It does sound like a lot going on. Yeah. So what's your takeaway from all this, girls? What do you think? I think it's exactly what we thought in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Something bad happened. The guy and girl. I think the girl's really shy. Mm-hmm. But that's just the feeling that I had is she was shy. She didn't want to come out in front of all these people. What do you think, Mike? 
they must take my energy because I usually end up falling asleep. So I know. What the heck? I don't have the same gift as you guys. Oh, I Michael, don't always... Michael. <laughs> no, but listen, do you remember what Miriam told you? Which She's time? Like, well, I think she told you twice. She told me to shut up once. So. Yes, she did. But <laughs> Michael is the protector of the group. His energy basically surrounds the entire place and keeps everybody safe. Whether he knows it or not, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, to me, it would make sense that if you're doing that, even if it's not intentionally, it's going to drain your energy and you're going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's true. Yes. And you do that unintentionally, like you don't know you're doing it, but that's your job. I probably, I don't think I even realized as much until she said something. Yep. But yeah. She told me that my job in the group was to keep everybody grounded. Well, you mean like ground your kids? Like grounded, like mm-hmm. keeping you here and not letting your mind go, you know. Focus. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. My mind is always like <laughs> So is mine. But like she just told me that my job was to keep everybody grounded, keep them, you know, not from freaking out, not, for, you know, all that, you know, all that stuff. So. I think that's true. I can see that. Anything you want to add? I think it was fun. Would you ever want to do it again? Heck yeah. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. That was our investigation of Lava Hot Springs Hotel. If you enjoy our show, please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. For more information, you can visit www.destination-mystery.com. Find your own destination. And solve the mystery.